Okay, my friends. This is a Eagle is Stranded episode. Sorry, an Eagle is Stranded episode. I do apologise. Who is an Eagle? David, we, we weren't aware you... Is that a sister of yours? <laughs> Very good, listeners. I'll do the jokes if you don't mind. Now, uh, this is what I was trying to say, I think, is uh, I wasn't planning on recording right now. Uh, I was going to pack everything up and then record, but it's getting on for about, what is it? It must be about six o'clock early in the evening. Six o'clock, early in the evening. I said Ellie in the yeah. evening, not early in the evening, just in case, uh, listeners, just in case Claire was having problems there, understanding that. Um, <laughs> but I thought I would start recording because essentially I've got the microphones all set up. You might notice a different quality, and that is because I have two large diaphragm condenser microphones set up, my friends. Ooh. Yes, and the reason for that is because I have been recording some songs for the video podcast thing that I was telling you about uh, while I was in the shower. That's raising money for the Trussell Trust, who um, deal with food banks and support of that nature. So I'm very happy to help out in the small way that I can that is essentially tinkling uh, onto the, on the piano and uh, doing a little bit of singing. And uh, I had a bit of a tinkle on the piano, then we had to clean that up, didn't we, Ellie? Yeah. Uh, but it's yeah. son of a... It's bleach, exactly. Uh, we've got a lot of bleach in because of uh, Trump's recommendation and then we sort of thought better of it. Uh, but at the time, we were quite excited by it. But then we sort of read an article that said maybe that isn't a thing. So we've, uh, we thought we'd play it safe. The whole thing, essentially, is a, it's a strange ritual, but I've always done it. I've always urinated on the, the piano. And I do apologise to the various uh, sound technicians that have had to witness that in the past at festivals. They certainly won't be sorry to, to see that go. Uh, they won't have any work. But they'll be thinking at least we don't see David relieving his ladder on the instruments. So that's all set up. So I just thought, why not just press record and just do a little bit of a episode of The Eagle is Stranded. And I'm really glad that I did because my goodness, it's been quality right now. So I'm not sure what this is going to be a podcast consist, uh, what it's going to consist of. Um, you can see that podcast. I'm doing uh, two or three songs depending on what they decide to put out. And then I just decided to put one song. I might not decide to put any of it out, to be honest. I did an interview with them. I videoed myself doing some songs. I'm not sure what you can see whilst doing the video. Ellie asked me not to stamp my feet while I was playing, but it's quite difficult not to do that. And I think I might have done an occasional stamp. The reason for that was essentially because it was wobbling the camera up and down. I don't know, if you've got motion sickness, it might not be the thing to watch. But I tried not to stamp my feet. But I am singing at the piano, so it's almost a shame not to use it, but I'm not sure what to sing. Uh, or do, but I might play out with something at the end and uh, I don't know, what could we, I mean you could join me Ellie if you want, I don't know what uh, you used to when you were a child at this particular weekend, because it's uh, the first weekend of May, you would uh, be doing a Morris dance Well I would, yes, but I would be out with the Morris team because my mum was a Cotswold Morris dancer, she joined the team when I was three years old and on May Day, we would go to Brackley Town Square at about 6am and there'd be four or five different teams and they'd do a few dances. Then we'd have a fry up and then go on a Morris tour for the day. So we'd a sometimes get the day off school. Yeah, so we'd go around the Cotswolds to various different towns like um, Stow on the Wold and Bolton on the Water and all over mm. Cotswolds. When I was very little, we'd be out till sort of one in the morning. <laughs> As I got older, all the dancers got older, so they finished at about nine-ish instead. So that's quite weird. So when you actually could stay up, yeah. feasibly, really stay up, they didn't want to anymore. Yeah, and we were out doing that in 1997 when we had the election results. 
with Labour winning. I remember that was a Morris day out and everything. So Did you do a special Morris version of Things Can Only Get Better by Doreen? <laughs> Probably I think that would have been really but, good. But they didn't. So uh, I was wondering if there's any particular song that we could do from that, perhaps. So there's something to think about while you're thinking of that, Ellie. I mean, yeah. we don't have to. It seemed a bit weird if we didn't now, I suppose, after we've just announced it. But there you go. It's like the Padstow May song, isn't there? Oh, there's the Padstow Mayday song. So that's about the ceremony in, Corn in Cornwall, isn't it, yep. Padstow? And it's the ceremony of following the old oss, which is like a decorative horse. Sort of, yeah. And it would be like part of the tradition. And there's a whole song about that. And we could sing that. I think I might know it. Here's a Jew to winter's wailing. From now on it's plain sailing. For the summer it is a coming today. As you welcome in the first of May. Okay, and we following the old horse through the town. Following the old horse. Yeah, it's Padstow round. I can't think of the only Padstow words, which is. Padstow song. All on a bright May morning, yeah. all on the first of May. Unite and unite, all you unite for summer is a coming today. I don't know that one. Um, well, I'll have to find it. No, well, we could do a, a whole medley there. Like Ellie is making me a tea. What is yeah, the tea of the day? A birdhouse ruby vanilla chai. Oh. Which is caffeine-free. Ruby, 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 ruby. Chai. Thank you. Another parody. Nothing you can do to take me away from my chai. My chai. Oh, I'm very glad. Aren't you glad I started recording, people? My goodness. And you've got some Ooh. badder breath as well. Badder breath. Where were we meant to be this week? We were meant to be at McCunliffe Comedy Festival this week, but alas, that's one of the many festivals that, of course, has to have been cancelled. Comedy Festival there in Wales. Uh, we were camping there last year, and it got down to minus one, I believe, on the night. It was rather cold. But uh, we managed to keep ourselves warm, didn't we, um, Which sounded actually, I wasn't meaning that it sounded inappropriate, but I lowered my voice, went closer to the microphone. We managed to keep ourselves warm, let's just say, everybody. So in honour of that, we have made a favourite of ours, which is a Welsh fruitcake, Barabrith, which you soak in tea. Do you want to say anything more about that, Barabrith, Ellie? <laughs> Really. No, okay, that's <laughs> fine. It's a wonderful cake. You just put a bit of butter on and it's absolutely delightful. I'm just trying to think of other songs that people used to sing. Oh, Jeff, who was... Oh, I don't know that one. Jeff? <sighs> Continue. Jeff, who was a member of Alswick Morris team, which is the one... Hello, one Jeff, did, if you're listening. Um, used to so sing all alive. the songs. I think he is, I don't know. Are you alive, Jeff? If you are alive, let us know so he, on Twitter and all the other social medias. If you're not alive, knock twice. He used to be the sort of singer of Alswick Morris. One of my favourite ones he used to do. Do you know the song Green and Yellow? Oh, yeah. When I moved to Tanzania and was teaching my class and I had to do an after-school group and we did song and dance, this was one of the songs that I taught them. Oh, mother, be quick, cos I'm going to be sick oh, yeah. and lay me down to die. And what yeah. did you do in the woods today, Henry, my son? And it works really well with me munching band of bread on the top. Well, people appreciate it. I'm enjoying it. I'm doing it in rhythm. Yeah. We had a good time in um, McCunliffe in Wales, our first camping experience together. Yep. One thing that I imagine Ellie will not miss 
is me weeing next to her head in a bottle. I just thought, well, it's minus one degrees. I don't know where the toilet is. I've also had experience before of leaving a tent to go to the toilet and then being so desperate for the toilet, thinking, oh, I'll find my way back. Yeah. Finding the and a bush is a lot easier to find yeah. than your tent. <laughs> because the bush is big and the tent is small and and it's one tent as well. In many. And I've had that experience at uh, Saddleworth Folk Festival when that existed yeah. uh, in Saddleworth near Manchester, uh, which is a good place to have Saddleworth Folk Festival. Uh, there was a big meeting about it. It took quite a while, but they thought, let's have the Saddleworth Folk Festival in Saddleworth. We'd done an absolute blistering gig. Everyone was saying how much they enjoyed it. And it's not a, a large festival. So essentially everyone in attendance we spoke to and they absolutely loved it. Anyway, we were camping. We got in this tent. And it was me and Michael sharing a tent, and Sean was sharing with someone else. But that's another story. Nothing salacious or anything like that. He was singing, he was sharing with the folk singer Ewan McLennan, if you really need to know, listeners. Yeah, so I needed the toilet in the middle of the night, and I was so desperate, I just thought, well, I'll find it, I'll, I'll get up. And I thought, just walk in a straight line. There's a bush there, just walk in a straight line. But I think yeah. in my haste to go to the toilet, I sort of just found a bush, went to the toilet, started walking back, and realised I just could not find the tent. And this thing is as well, I, I left the tent open because I thought, well, if I do find it, once I find it, I'll know that it's, yours, it's there, I could, the flap will yeah. be open. I started walking around and I just could not find it. And I was tripping over guide ropes and people were swearing at me. I don't know, you bloody boy, get out of here, you drunken off and all this. And people were shouting and swearing. And even in that moment where I was sort of thinking, oh, shit, what am I going to do? I didn't want to say anything. I was too nervous to go, it is me. But I thought this is... The man you were heralding before, the man who only hours ago you were cheering. And so I just sort of walked around and kept tripping. And then I thought, well, I can't keep tripping over guide ropes because someone's going to come out. This is going to be an absolute yeah. scene. So what I did was I just thought, I'm going to have to just find a bush. Because it was raining as well. So I thought, I'm going to have to find a bu the bush. I know where the bush is. I'll just get in the bush. So I was about to get back in the bush. And I was there. It was like 20 minutes now uh, when Michael managed to find me. What had happened is the reason Michael had woken up is because he had been walking up by the fact that he'd got a face full of water and he was being hit repeatedly in the face by a flapping tent flap. Uh, <laughs> flapping tent flap. Flapping tent flap. Which just sound like, a, like a, a thing that you might say if you were uh, kind of a really angry but you didn't want to swear in front of the kids. Yeah. Flapping tent flap. So in some ways it's a good job that I did leave the tent flap open because yeah. if I didn't then I would have spent the night in a soaking bush. Um, insert your own jokes, listeners, if you really want to, if you want to go down there. Um, anyway, so yes, so back to the bottle story. So I thought, I don't want to repeat this again. I'll just wee in a bottle. Why not? Um, however, I hadn't anticipated two things. Firstly, I hadn't anticipated that the bottle might not be big enough, having never really needed to wee in a bottle before. Well, actually, that was the second thing. The first thing that I hadn't anticipated was the fact that when you need a wee and there's, you're really desperate for it, it's a weird situation, but you're, you're essentially as like a the bull bit at the end at the at the top it sort of swells up a little bit it kind of because it's sort of ready it's ready to pop and maybe it's also i don't know if we get any sort of medical experts on this james fagan jeff any ideas um yeah james fagan maybe um we could ask him actually couldn't we, we bring him now <laughs> Put him on the yeah let's let's see so this is james fagan who we talked about before he was he's now a folk singer but he was a doctor before that and he used to do a feature on the young'uns podcast remember the young'uns hello, hello james, james. david eagle hello you 
are live we are, on the podcast. I'm just recording at the moment, if that's all right. Uh, are you actually recording right now? I'm recording right now, but I was just wondering if you wouldn't mind answering a quick question. I'm telling a story, I'm telling an anecdote about going to the toilet in a tent and trying to urinate in a bottle. But there was a phenomena that occurred. It's really got that desperate for material now, James. <laughs> I mean, we had Ray Hearn on yesterday, that's how desperate we are. What happened was the bit at the end of my penis, essentially, it kind of inflated with... I assume the need to wee. Is that a scientific thing or not? The the end of your knob inflated. Yeah, like it kind of, <laughs> it grew a little, I think it was more like lumpy almost. Bulbous is a very good word for it. Because I think of the need for, to exercise the wee. Uh, was this your first direction? <laughs> well, it was my first cabin experience with Ellie. So yeah, good of it. Um, <laughs> I have to also point out, not no pun intended, that it was minus one degrees outside. So it might have also yes. had something to do with that. But I don't know if you could shed any light on, on, on that whole thing or not. I'm, uh, I'm uncomfortable with this. <laughs> if you really need the toilet and you've held it in for too long, sometimes it's difficult to go. It's almost like there's a seal that happens. Yeah, but I, yeah I, I think that's true. That, yeah. that is a thing. That's definitely a thing. And That's so therefore, retention, my friend. That yeah. So therefore, retention, my urinary retention, which cl- creates a kind of bulbous no. bit. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, because it's it's harder. Say a, bul- a bulbous bit on the end of your knob. I'm with you, but I, I don't think that's a thing. <laughs> All right, okay, fair enough. Well, it is for me. Anyway, lovely to talk to you, James. Uh, Anything else that you want to add to the podcast, James? Have you got any other facts about the testicles while you're here? That's not the testicles, David. Well, no, no, I suppose. Oh, yeah. I think... How many times have we been through this? The testicles are not the same as the knob. <laughs> That's a good point, and you don't specialise in anything other than the testicles, so we can't... Uh... Well, perhaps this is why I don't understand fully the effect of urinary retention on the end of one's knob, because well, I'm a testicle specialist. If you have a knob specialist, then uh, you can put us in touch with. That'll be brilliant, James. Anyway, okay. I'll pass you to over to Ellie, and she can talk to you off recording. But, uh... Is this to sign the contract and stuff? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Okay, thank you. A pleasure, as always. <laughs> there we go. He can carry on with it. I'll carry on with the story. <laughs> anyway, there is efficacy in what I've just said, regardless of what Dr. James Fagan may think. I couldn't get my end into the bottle. It had inflated, and I think due to the build-up of urine. So I had to very slowly start to wee. I wanted to make sure that it was in the bottle, because not being able to see, my aim wasn't going to be good enough. I didn't want to do it from a height. Bearing in mind as well that I'm essentially right next to Ellie's head here, so I I wanted to just put it in the bottle, have a wee, and there's no splashback or anything like that. (laughs) Still with me, everyone? Day 41 of the Eagle is stranded. So I had to kind of very slowly just put a bit out. But when you really need the toilet, that's difficult. I had to really exercise my uh, urethra muscle or whatever it's called. I managed it. And then once I'd started weeing, everything got less solid in terms of my member. And I was able then to wee into the bottle. The second problem, though, as I say, was the fact that as I started, I realised I've not finished. I need to finish because the bottle is too full. Unfortunately, I did manage to just... I can probably now cope with holding the rest of that in for the rest of the night. So the bottle was brimming. I put the lid on and just held the rest of it in. So there you go. Two tent stories. Two tent tales for you there. For a bit of alliteration. We like a bit of alliteration because we're very highbrow here. As many poetic devices that we use on the podcast. You might have thought that was, that was quite a lowbrow story that I just gave you. 
And if you listen back to it, you'll realise the whole thing was done in iambic pentameter. Ellie has just returned, and um, we've promised, or we sort of promised, uh, some kind of May song to end. So we could do Hallam Tor yeah. is a May song, isn't it? Yeah. The words in this particular song are uh, slightly nonsensical at times, also a very old traditional song, so we'll uh, reference all sorts of interesting things that we perhaps wouldn't reference nowadays, and therefore there may be even the chance that not everything will be politically correct. And with that in mind, let's have a little sing. Well, we could start with a chorus, people could join in at home, or wherever they are. Well, they should be at home, really, probably. Yeah. Right then. Uh, you can do most of it. I'll try my best, I'll try my best. I don't know what a good key is for you. Oh. It doesn't really have the piano involved, but... Uh. Keith C, maybe. Classic key. Classic. Johnny Rumble, we were up. Long before the day or to welcome in the summer, to welcome in the May The summer is a coming in and winter's gone away oh. Take no scorn to wear the horn, it was the crest when you were born. Your father's father wore it and your father wore it too. Hallantor, jolly rumble, we were up. Long before the day or to welcome in the summer, to welcome in the May The summer is a coming in and winter's gone away. Oh, Robin Hood and Little John have both gone to the Pharaoh. Do they riding through the merry green wood to hunt the bucking hero? Oh, that also sounds like a bit of an insult. Bucking hero. Island Jolly Rumble, we were up. Long before the day or to welcome in the summer, to welcome in the May The summer is a coming in and winter's gone away What happened to those Spaniards that made so brave a boast Well they shall have the feathered goose and we shall eat the roast Alanto, Johnny Rumble, we were up Long before the day or to welcome in the summer, to welcome in the May The summer is a coming in and winter's gone away. Oh, God bless us, Merry Moses, I think. God, with all your power and might, oh, God, bring peace to old England. Bring peace by day and night, oh. Jolly Rumble, we were up long before the day, oh, to welcome in the summer, to welcome in the May, The summer is a coming in and winter's gone away, oh. Then you do a little dance, Ellie. Obviously, you can't see what she's doing right now. But my goodness, she's really going for it, isn't she? I didn't want it to go for it, I wanted to start dancing. My goodness, we better stop the podcast there. Thank you very much for listening. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening. We'll be back with day 42 of The Eagle is Stranded. And that will be tomorrow, because that's when the 42nd day will be. You see the way we're doing this? Hey, have a Saddleworth Festival in Saddleworth, they said. Oh, it'll never work. Goodbye. Goodbye.